I was thinking last night and today about how, well, I saw a TikTok last night that was like, or yes, I don't know. I've seen a lot of TikToks. You know what I mean? Um, I do, yes. That was about uh, having ADHD and only being able to do one thing a day. And like, like you can, you can have one thing, one thing, one thing's the thing you get to do today. And then for the rest of the day, like, like when I, uh, hyper focused on painting the guest bedroom, you know, the mm-hmm. day after I got my vaccination. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also saw one that was like, so you had a busy day. Yeah. But you haven't done like, but you haven't finished doing your stuff. It's like, no, I'm still like doing all the things in my head first. Like I have to do all the things in my head yeah. and <laughs> all of this rhetoric around how structure is prison but not having structure is like death yeah. uh <laughs> yes and i was like putting all the pieces together in my brain space and i was like oh this is why tour works for me because there is a lot of structure mm-hmm. and i know what i have to do all of the time and the schedule is laid out and i have made the schedule <laughs> <laughs> and the tasks all make sense and they're all like very simplified because it's not that tour is simple, but it's like you have to wake up and you it's have to drive forward. and you have to load in and you have to like make sure the stuff is done. And I have to yeah. set up the merch and it's like and there's it's- just a very specific list of things that you do and you do them every single day and you very rarely meander from that. Yes, I miss her. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes so, all sense. So I need to get back on tour one day, mm-hmm. hopefully. Until then, hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Lauren. Through years of playing together in our band Coping Skills, our collaborations have often focused more on bits and banter than on actual music. So we created a space for our superfluous antics to thrive alongside music commentary, interviews, and more. This This is is More Talk, Less Rock. I just want to stay home and play (laughs) my podcast with my friend. That's me. So, Rachel, <laughs> we have a birthday coming up. We do? My birthday just passed. Well, coping skills has a birthday coming up. But we just had a birthday. <laughs> Where's New Music's birthday? Just happened, like, like five days ago. But, but we have another one. You're, you mean to tell me that we put two record birthdays within two weeks of each other? Um, I'm going to blame it on me. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I, I was, I was digging through my, my Google photos history today and I found a screenshot of a text exchange between the two of us where you had said to me, uh, I'm going to paraphrase here for a moment, but you had said to me, I love it when you make all of the decisions, LMAO. <laughs> and I said, honestly, dot, 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 me too. <laughs> So I think it's fair to say that I decided we were going to put out two records, two years, and approximately two weeks apart, or one year and 50 weeks apart. Around your birthday. Yes. (laughs) I love when we just say the quiet part out loud. (laughs) 
I think that's what the people come to expect from us is that yeah. we are. Yeah, uh, what did what did Harrison Thurman say that we are both the band and the friends who are talking during the band set? Yeah, yeah, like we're we're the 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 people playing the acoustic set, and we are also the the loud bros in the back of the venue who won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> but like during our own set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so what you were saying to me is that our first record, relatable web content, came out. On February 28th, 2016, which is five years ago today, the day that you are listening to this, if you are a person who listens to these episodes, the day that they come online, which if you're not, I understand. I'm 50 episodes deep in my downloads right now. (laughs) (laughs) Can we keep up with our own podcast? No, no. I I got close, you know, to catching up to the feed. But the thing about the feed is that the episodes just, they keep coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah. Oftentimes, after a while, I will just go through and delete anything that I don't think sounds as interesting based solely on the title of the episode. And I'll just say, you know what? Not even the description? This one was not for me. Just the title? Yeah. Wow. Way to read a book by its cover. I mean, why not? Don't even flip to the the (laughs) flap. Don't even flip to the flap. (laughs) Don't even flip to the flap. No. Yeah. Not at all. Well, here on this podcast, we flip to the flap. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and even beyond that, we give you the entire, the entire inside book abridged version, Cliff Notes, but also not like the like the director's cut. I think <laughs> you say inside book like inside baseball. Uh, I meant like the book. I just <laughs> I just meant like the pages of the book, not like inside. I don't even know what inside baseball is. It sounds like a thing that's in my brain somewhere that I can't find the file. I think it's like if someone gives you like too many details on something, it's like that's a little inside baseball. Oh, this podcast is inside baseball. Yeah. Okay. That I could be wrong though. I often am. I think <laughs> you're just right now. Don't I- fact check us. <laughs> if that's not what it means, that's what it means now. Yeah. If that's not what it means, I don't want to know, honestly. Yeah. So because of this birthday, we are doing a special one-off app. An RWC side. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Got them. Of your favorite podcast and mine, More Talk, Less Rock. It's Celebration. And we thought that it would be a fun idea if we listened through the record and talked about it a little bit. A commentary. A commentary, if you will. Yes. It's a thing we love to do. We love to comment on things, especially yeah. things that are our own things. Yeah, especially ourselves. Yeah. Um, um, because who? nobody should, well, I don't know. You know how I start a thought and just can never finish it? Um, what the thought was, because nobody should talk about you more than you talk about yourself. But then I was like, is that really true? <laughs> I just don't know. Nobody knows as much about this record as we do. That's true. So we are the experts. Mm-hmm. And um, are, I, I wouldn't say fully qualified, but the most qualified mm-hmm. to talk about the journey that is our, our 2016 record, Relatable Web Content. And... It's. I think it's nice to look back. Um, I was doing some digging this morning. In, but aside from the whole charade of me not knowing that this is what we're doing today, because obviously I know this is what we're doing today. Because obviously, like four weeks ago or less. You it. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> just on no timeline at all. Typical Rachel. I'm like, hey Lauren, I just remembered this thing is going to happen. Can we do something extravagant and and uh, in no time at all? And Lauren's like, I guess. <laughs> 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, so this um, isn't that extravagant. No, the 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 worst new music thing was extravagant. CopingSkills.com, YouTube.com slash coping skills is not how YouTube works, but you'll figure it out. I think it is how YouTube works. Mm-mm. If coping skills is the username, I don't know what our. I don't know. If you search coping skills x more talk less rock x more talk less rock you will find on youtube don't just search coping skills because it'll just give you a lot of self-help stuff and that is not what we do here yeah but respect yeah (laughs) yeah we we try to help ourselves (laughs) (laughs) and if you get help from that great great uh if you are like i think these two have lost the plot multiple times already in this episode you're probably right yes um, so essentially what I was doing today was, and by today, I mean an hour before I had to be here, mm-hmm. before I wanted to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you say had to be here as if this wasn't your idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, digging through my, um, Google photos and then digging through my journals, um, and through our demos of these songs and things. And the thing that I am, I, I'm not often jealous for myself in 2016 and 2015. You know, that is not a feeling that I feel very often <laughs> is like nostalgia for the past in that way. Yeah. But one thing that I realized on this deep dive or on preparing for this deep dive on which we are about to embark um was that what i am envious of was the way we approached or maybe i specifically approached songwriting when we were making this record Mm -hmm. i think i was you know we were writing this record in fall of 2015 like september 2015 through january 2016 or so um and we recorded it February 2016 and just like uh, the I wouldn't even I don't even know if it was fearlessness but just I feel like I was much more willing to just sit around and try things yeah and go for it and see the thread of an idea and pull it and and actually finish making music and not just finish writing songs but then we recorded them we demoed them and then we Mm -hmm. went and we made a record and i feel like the more time i've spent making songs the more afraid i have become about making songs which is interesting it simultaneously makes sense and doesn't make sense go on because you would think after doing this for a certain amount of time you would care less because you're like well i've already done this so i know that it's gonna be fine Mm -hmm. no matter what ends up you know becoming of it but i guess the longer you do something you kind of you know form a reputation for yourself and you you have more to live up to whether that kind of pressure actually exists from the outside or if it's just purely coming from within i would say it's all internal i don't think anybody expects anything of me right yeah (laughs) Or or of us collectively with, like, you know, writing 
a certain kind of music or putting out, you know, a certain number of records or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are some people out there who are like, I wish Coping Skills would put out another record. But um, they're not very loud. <laughs> 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 they certainly aren't speaking up over us, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. No, but I do think that is interesting of like, it. It is kind of a weird miracle that this record exists at all and that we managed to make it happen while not really knowing much of anything. <laughs> well, and see, that's why I don't see it as a miracle because there was all of this raw, excited energy to push mm-hmm. it forward. Like, we put out our first song, put out our second three songs and within a week of putting out our 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 demo ep or whatever we played a show mm-hmm. and immediately started booking a tour and then we did a weekender within three months of being a band that was playing shows and we also put out three more songs right before the weekender and all the while we were then we started making this record and we recorded it ourselves and put it out you know, within three months of recording it on our own, on a label I created for the record, mm-hmm. pressed the tapes ourselves and everything, and then went on a tour, ap- you know, a month after that. And Why did we do all that <laughs> so much? When you, like, lay it out like that, it's like, that was so much that we kind of just, like, we're like, all right, I guess this this is just happening now, and then we just did it, and it was fine. Yeah, that's wild. We we did all that because I wanted to, and you said okay. Yeah, as most things, happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's not to say that maybe you didn't want to, but no, I mean, I I am you know grateful to a certain extent because that is I I would never in a million years have done any of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did. Like, I'm glad I was a part of this. And I think it was important that you kind of were like, I think this is a thing we should do. And this is a thing I want to do. And I think it'll be good. And I think we should do it. And I appreciate that. And I'm thankful that we did it together. Me too. Because for as much of my pushing as there has been, um, I wouldn't have done it alone. And I like I need to I need to be pushed a lot of the time. And and I, and I need somebody to be accountable to. Yeah. Even if that looks like by pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cuz I still you know, without somebody else who is relying on my effort. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just going to put it off for a little while. <laughs> I do something else. <laughs> I might just watch another season of a dumb show on Netflix and just be like, it'll be it. Which is not how I want to live my life, but that is how, yeah. That is how executive dysfunction works. Mm-hmm. So, so we did all of that stuff 2015, 2016. We did mm-hmm. all of that stuff and we made this record and we are going to listen through it and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it and, um, and we haven't done a prior like I don't remember the last time I listened to this record. It's been is this, I've listened to it like from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I think it may have been years. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like there I've listened to I probably listened to every song on this more recently, but 
not really the whole thing, like, front to back. Same. Um, and so we're excited to talk about it. We're mm-hmm. excited to um, re-experience it, I mm-hmm. guess. And, um, yeah, keep in mind that we recorded this ourselves mm-hmm. in, in five years ago. I'm proud of us. Uh, and, yeah. And, and like, just the, the audacity. <laughs> We didn't have to do that. <laughs> we just didn't have to do it. And I'm I'm grateful that we we were really just so like I don't even know what the word is. Um I mean I wanted us to prove that we could do it. Yeah. Like I wanted to know that we could do it. And I think that was important for us. Yeah. As a band. It still is to a certain record. extent, I think. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less so. I mean, we are definitely more open to collaboration and and bring some other people in. But I think that is still a philosophy that both of us have to some extent. Definitely. Just like if if we can do it ourselves, we want to, and we want to have as much control as possible, and you know, prove to other people and ourselves that we can do it, and you know, then after that we can accept help. <laughs> yeah, and I think especially in the beginning, you know, we started this band because we wanted to learn how to write songs and we wanted to learn how to play our mm-hmm. instruments. I mean, I had a little bit of knowledge of how to play guitar, but I mean, I'm still not a great guitar player and that's fine. I'm comfortable with that, you know? Yeah. If I wanted to be, I would take more time to practice mm-hmm. and I just don't do that. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is, without further ado, without further delay, we're going to listen to the songs, mm-hmm. starting with the first track, Internet Yard Sale, mm-hmm. which is based off of a um, journal entry in my notebook from September 12th, 2015. Mm-hmm. It is, the, the lyrics are directly lifted from the beginning of the page so i'm glad you have that thank you i truly cannot let go (laughs) but it's great for content it's great for content everything is copy yeah exactly so here we go hit it this is powerful (laughs) I still feel like this. Mm -hmm. Who wants to hold the tempo, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Click truck who? I don't know her. I don't know her. I really don't think that song would have worked if we played it to a click track. Oh, no. That's the whole point. Yeah. Because there was an intentional speed up at the end, and if we tried to, like, map that out with a click track, it would have been a nightmare. With our knowledge at the time. I mean, even now, I wouldn't want to do that. Even now, it's a nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) That that would seem annoying. Well, yeah. I think, and I guess this is something we've done in both records, but I think the point was to represent the feeling Mm -hmm. by the... The loss of, I guess, control of the 
speed mm-hmm. of the thing. Those downstroked guitars, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe this week or after this episode comes out, I'll I'll read the whole journal entry for the internet as content for advertising the episode. You do a dramatic reading? Yeah. If you want me to do a dramatic reading. Um, I would love it if you did a dramatic reading. Oh, that was for the audience. Oh. Well, I would also love it. <laughs> well, then you, like everybody else, can email moretalklessrock at gmail.com to say you want a dramatic reading or just DM us about it. Uh, social media um thank you i feel uncomfortable to look you in the eyes and do a dramatic reading right now do you want me to turn around no okay but i think everybody who writes things is uh critical of the things that they write yeah when time has passed yeah so i'm critical of the things i write as i'm writing them yeah and we've also done like you know individually and collectively a pretty incredible amount of growing between then and now yes and i think that also has a lot to do with it too yeah you can have you know respect for your past self and their feelings or or grace at least yeah yeah allow yourself that that grace to be a little bit dramatic and i think it's good yeah oh the drama in these pages that ain't the that ain't the half of it (laughs) but moving on okay Track two, We Bury Our Dead Alive. Do you know what that's from? Do you remember? Is it from the X-Files? Yeah. I don't know what episode, but I remember saying um, it was a line from the X-Files. Yeah, it's something that um, somebody who I think knew Scully's father said to Scully in an episode where she visits, like, I think her father was a naval officer or something, and... Or some sort of military adjacent. And she goes to the base or something. I don't remember, guys. I haven't seen this episode in like six years. But you're doing a great job. Thank you. It is <laughs> something that somebody says to Agent Scully about death. So, and it's just about how um, the people we lose are kind of always still with us, I guess. I forgot about the ding. <laughs> the phone ding. Phone ding. That we left in. Yeah. The Morton Steak Seasoning Shaker. <laughs> the Steak Seasoning. Yeah, classic Sam. It sounds good. I don't know. Sounds great. Use what you got. like not really a lot of recording experience at this point i think this sounds pretty good yeah i'm into it maybe it this is a sign of growth 
in me, but even in this song, I'm like, are those ooze necessary? <laughs> I may be doing just a full 180 on, on, the ooze? on putting ooze in songs. Wow. Guess this is growing Like, up. what is that, what is that, uh, contributing? Texture? I guess. <laughs> They weren't there originally, I can tell you that. I gotta be honest, I think I mostly want to put the ooze in because I want to be able to sing on the song, but I don't want to have to write lyrics or sing lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what if I just ooh on What if I just, just ooh right here? <laughs> I'll keep that in mind just add a little for the next Coping Skills record. I don't want any content, I just want to sing, you know? Okay. Maybe we could try some ahs next time. Yeah, we can ooh, we can ah. We can ooh, we can do it all. We can ooh, ee, ooh, ah. <laughs> Ting, tang, wall. <laughs> it's a pretty good solo. Thank you. Wrote it myself. I think this part of the song, like this like instrumental break part is good. And I think we are, it, like from a songwriting perspective, I yeah. think like it slaps, it builds like, Yeah. Yeah. I. We don't do that in songs very often. It's. And I wish we did it more. Yeah. Like it. It is a kind of a rare. Um. A rare thing in a coping still song where there is kind of an extensive, you know, an extended instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um. That doesn't feel it doesn't feel boring. It doesn't feel repetitive. Like it it builds in a in a nice way. It feels like it's going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That is one of my favorite coping skills songs. I agree. Yeah, I think it's good. I started writing that at eighteen fourteen. Federal. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. At that house? Yeah. That's since been torn down and rebuilt. It's not into, there anymore. Into a Lego house. Yeah. Wait, when were you writing that song at that house? Uh, I was, um, I should say the lyrics to the song at that house. I was momentarily in not really a band, but wanting to be in a band with like Alex and Dylan and maybe PQ and like a hardcore band. And we were just fucking around, jamming around. And there was still glitter on the floor from like, I think a Mississippi show or something. Glitter all around me. Stars wow. in the air. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. It's a great little inside scoop. Yeah. I remember that house. I miss that house. Yeah. Do you ever think about the passage of time? All the time. I'm always thinking about the passage of time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we have another song. Yeah, it's called Drop Out of College. Guess who's about to go to law school? Ew! The song is dedicated to the University of the Arts. Please give me back... Partial tuition. Not even asking for the whole thing. I've got one hundred thousand dollars underneath my bed. Piece of paper in exchange for mountains of debt. And I'd mount it on the wall if I could buy a frame. But the interest demands an extra twenty a day. Woo! <laughs> that woo is good. Thank you. <laughs> I stand by the woo. <laughs> I 
I understand why people love this song. It's a good song. It slaps. It's relatable. Everyone's got debt. Doesn't even have to be student loan debt. No, any kind of debt. Yeah. Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have dropped out of college. I feel like I definitely should have. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because, like, I don't really need to have a degree to do any of the things that I am doing. True. Me Because, like, I got an internship at a recording studio when I had like just started school and didn't know anything about recording and I probably could have gotten that same internship without being in school and learned just as much because I learned more interning than I did at school and probably could have ended up more or less the same place I was now yeah the one thing is that we probably would have never met well and that's the pickle isn't it yeah am I worth your student loan debt don't answer yeah. that <laughs> I mean yeah if there's a universe where we could have met, um, like, at a gig or something, that would have been preferable, for sure. Yeah. Although, chances are, I wouldn't have even... I, I don't even think I would, like, have anything to do with music or, like, the Philly scene at all if I didn't live at Sad Girl. True. True. Well, that wasn't the best introduction. I'm sorry for that. I'll you know take, what? I'll take accountability. <laughs> <laughs> For being a little monster about it. You were a little bit of a shit, but I was definitely a shit. <laughs> I was definitely a shit. But you know what? So were our neighbors. We've grown up and we've uh They were shits <laughs> They could have just talked to us, you know what I yeah. mean? It's fine. I'm over it. Are you? <laughs> Am I ever? No. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Still not over this though, baby. You are Jimmy <laughs> Marshall tuition. <laughs> Half of the shit you made me take isn't in the curriculum anymore. I think um, being the first graduating class of the MBED program, we definitely should have gotten. We should have had to pay a lot less. Than I want we did. the guinea pig discount. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that program the way it was when it started was worth the money that we paid for it no it might be now might be now i hope it is now i believe it could be yeah but it the like the very first year that it started i don't think that it was no the next song on the record is called fuck me up ben gibbard mm -hmm. and it does not have to do <laughs> with mr ben gibbard uh despite the death cab for cutie records fucking me up um, <laughs> we as a band have a list of, and have for six plus years, had a list running of potential future song titles. Yeah. You know, you just hear a word or a phrase or whatever, and you write it down and you hope to just 
everyone, it. everything is copy. Everyone has a list like that. Yeah. Everyone has a band names list. Everyone has a song names list. And I remember this one being added to the list very specifically. Mm-hmm. It was December 2015. We were uh, in the parking lot of the AC Moore in South Philly. We had just bought like nine white t-shirts that we were going to spray paint as coping yes. skills merch before the Cat Cat Festival. Oh my God. And it was transatlanticism season, as the winter is. And we get back in the car and I put the key in the ignition. I turn the engine and the engine turns. You're really painting a picture. <laughs> well, that was a little a little side joke about the Wallflower song, One Headlight. I do. <laughs> I do remember that song. <laughs> when did we listen to that song? I remember being in the car listening to that song and being like, turn the engine and the engine turns. Like, yeah, because you turned it. You no, turned the engine I and the engine turns. I pointed it out because it pisses me off every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, engine, yeah, that doesn't make doesn't sense. Turn. Well, it's like it makes <laughs> sense. I guess there's not another word for it, but I just hate it. I just hate it. I just hate it. Anyway, I turn the engine and the engine turns. And the the song, the Death Cab for Cutie song, Transit Isn't Manicism, starts. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I don't remember which one of us said this, and it haunts me that I don't know. But one of us just- I'm going to say probably you. And see, I would say probably you. I don't know, but it could be either of us. I don't know. Maybe, well, fuck me. I don't know. Probably me. I don't know. I, I Well, I only say that because you are a lot more familiar. Like, I- Transatlanticism was not even a record that I'd really ever listened to very much prior to that. Uh, well, and there are a lot of records. Me. There are a lot of records like that that I have grown, you know, have grown to love mm-hmm. just because there are CDs that you had in your car that we listened to on tour. Mm-hmm. Like Third Eye Blind is like that. I had never listened to that Third Eye Blind record before we started going on tour mm-hmm. and listened to it in the car. I mean, like I heard the hits, but. Yeah. I never listened to the whole thing. Mm. Um, there are a ton of records that Jimmy Eat World record, mm-hmm. Transatlanticism. Um, I don't know. There are a couple records like that. Well, definitively from now on, we'll, we'll write the history that I said it. And what I had said was when Transatlanticism started was, fuck me up, Ben Gibbard, because that song just, just fuck me up, Ben Gibbard. It kind of fucks you up. It fucks me up. Yeah. So we put it on the list. Yeah. And then I wrote this song. And then we called the song this thing. Just because it needed a title. It needed a title. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have anything to do with Ben Gibbard. What is it about? We'll never tell. I was going to, but now I won't. Okay, well, you can say. Nope, nope. I think I, okay, but no, no, Hit no, it. but wait, no, but wait. <laughs> but actually, I think I remember who this is about and the day that it is about. Yeah? Maybe. I have like a vision in my head of like a person and you and a couch okay. in, our, in our house. You you Mill tell house. me and we'll bleep out the names because was it no who was on the couch? I have a I have the vision. Who was on the couch? I have the vision. Was it what's his face? I don't know what that means. Fucking was it no? Who was it? Fuck that person. Yeah, who was it? Uh, we're gonna bleep it out. Yeah. We're going to bleep all of the names out. We're going to bleep all of the names out. We have already bleeped all the names out. Uh, It was the show that we played, the like acoustic show that we played at our house with... um... It was them? It was... Oh my God, really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. In the, the, 
you know, they were just like having a conversation with. That actually makes sense because all of those people's faces kind of look the same in my head. Yeah, I have a type. <laughs> <laughs> but the the I mean, don't we all? The you are like they were just having a conversation with. So like that you are watching them and they are watching you. They being yeah, and I'm watching you. There's gonna be a lot of bleeping in this segment. Yeah, it's fine. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, now that we've told you nothing, <laughs> but I know, and that's all that matters. Right. All the yeah. That's all we were trying to do today is inform ourselves. And the point is that crushes are fleeting anyway, right? But yeah, that the the attraction doesn't last. Yeah. For now could mean this minute. It yeah. could mean this evening. Yeah. This was a great example of uh, Lauren singing the song. I was literally okay. I was literally about to fucking say, this is a classic coping skills. Switch them up. <laughs> Where you write the lyrics and I sing the part that you can't sing. I, just, I couldn't <laughs> sing it. I couldn't sing it and play it. I just couldn't do it. Whatever the rhythm of the, I just couldn't do it. Which I is still like just barely. Could. I would say like seventy-five percent of the words. No, it's actually literally everything that I've ever sang on a coping skills song, except for "Cool Girl." You except wrote the for words too. The verses of "Cool Girl." Did you do the chorus? You Is that had, what happened? You had the she's a cool girl, and I wrote the... Oh, like, she just one of the... We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I like this song, too. I, I was just gonna... Okay. <laughs> do, I really like this song. Maybe we would get a lot more done if we weren't sharing one brain. Maybe if we each had our own. <laughs> We could like do We're two shit. halves of a whole idiot. <laughs> that like no truer statement about us has ever been said. I like that song. Yeah, I love I love Fuck Me Up and Gibbard. I think it's a good one. I think it's a classic. I think it's a top five song. I think it's got good sections. Yeah. It's also a classic example of like um, you know, that coping skills songwriting technique of um, a, B, C. <laughs> I have this part of a song and I have this other part of a song, so I'm just going to put the two together and make it one song. Oh, is that what happened? I think so. I don't remember. Or at least, like, if that's not the way it started, I think that, like, um, like we do have a lot of songs that are just, like, a section and then another section and then another section instead of, like, a classic, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of those. Definitely. I think there are more songs on the second record that are like, I have this and this other thing, and I'm just going to smoosh them together. Yeah. Um, than this. But yeah, I don't know. That song just works. It does. It just works. The next one is a song called Great Big. Sure is. <laughs> I thought you had something to say about it. I, I did it. I didn't have anything to say about it. Okay. Me either. There's a great big. There is a reason why we never play this song. What is it? It just kind of is, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think it's fine. It's a fine song. It's not my favorite. No. 
I think if you only have like, you know, six or seven songs in a set, this one doesn't really uh. Great production technique right there. This part is cool. But it's hard to recreate that live. No, you can't. It's just, the song is fine. I don't think it fits my voice very well. Which has been a problem consistently the entire time I've made music is that uh, I I think like half the time I feel like I write songs that do not fit my voice. I mean, I've also done that, so... Sometimes you just gotta do whatever the song wants. I will. One thing I will say about this song, if I can pat myself on the back for a second, ooze I think great. my voice sounds very good. Yeah, I got some good harmonies. The ooze, are, these ooze are cool. I back these ooze. Yeah, I back these ooze a lot. I actually, listening back to this now, I think the recording of this sounds a lot better than I thought it did. I think we did some interesting things. Yeah, I think with the production that I don't think translate as well live, which I think is maybe more why we never play it. Maybe. I just think we have better songs, and that's why we don't play it. But there's also, like, you know, we were originally going to record this with an acoustic guitar, and it sounded like shit because I couldn't really play an acoustic guitar. It's just honest. Like, I don't feel bad about it. It's just the truth. Um, Know your limits. Yeah. Acoustics are hard. Yeah. Well, I think they're different if you never play them. Yeah. Because just a bigger body you gotta maneuver around. Yeah. But I don't think it sounds bad at all. No. Actually, I I would call myself pleasantly surprised by that. I enjoyed it. I feel like it's a pretty common response to the coping skills experience. <laughs> 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 what that was better than I thought <laughs> I'm actually pleasantly surprised by that. <laughs> that's how I feel on a good day <laughs> yeah I don't want you all to think that we pat ourselves on the back too hard yeah we're excited to announce that for the first time on more talk less rock we have a sponsored advertisement um the sponsor is us coping skills because you know that's the only way we were going to get a sponsor, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the great news is, if you listen to this show, More Talk, Less Rock, you can go to copingskills.bandcamp.com slash merch and enter the promo code more merch less rock, all one word. Great promo. Uh, for 20% off your purchase of anything at copingskills.bandcamp.com. Please get these things out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say that we, you know, as far as band merch goes, we do it very well. Yeah. We do it incredibly well. And um, we have a lot of really good stuff still up there. Um, some classic tees. Mm-hmm. Who That's doesn't a- love a pocket tee? Who doesn't love a pocket tee? It's a, okay. The coping skills pocket tees are like the perfect pocket tee. Mm-hmm. Black. White lettering. Yes. Little classic logo on the pocket. It's the pocket where you put your coping skills. Yeah. It's your coping skills pocket. What else could you need? You could need the matching hat that says coping skills across the front of the top. Which, again, I will say. And it's a black hat. It's an incredible hat. Incredible hat. We have had people before buy that hat 
sight unseen or I guess I guess <laughs> band, band unheard. unheard. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Because that's how cool it is. Because everyone loves a you know. Everyone loves a, a, a nice quippy, simple a quippy slogan on a on a dad hat. Yeah, I have sold two of those hats while working my barista job just because I was wearing it, and these people had no idea what band they were getting into, but they Wait, were did like, you really? "Yeah, <laughs> multiple." <laughs> what you thought you were just making that up? You just were wearing it to work, and yeah. you were like, "That's a good hat. Where'd you get it?" You said, "Well, no, well. They, I'm a salesman. They didn't say where'd you get it. I said." Yeah, actually, I made these hats. Do you want to buy one? (laughs) (laughs) I will bring one to the coffee shop for you. And two people said yes. Yes. I love that. So that's what you could be a part of. A hat like that. A hat like that. A hat that good. Yeah. Once again, that is more merch, less rock for 20% off your purchases. Copingskills.bandcamp.com slash merch. Buy our merch. So now we have the next song, and it's a song called I Don't Feel Good About This. Yeah. A classic coping skills song if there ever was one. Yeah, it is the perennial coping skills song. Yeah. The song that comes up again and again and yeah. again. It will never die. As we have recorded it three separate times. Three times. And I will just, um, I will, I'll, I'll put it out there in the universe. We will probably record it again. It could happen. It could happen. Give us another two years. But there was, I don't even remember how this came up, but I know there was a joke. Well, I guess because we put it on our first EP mm-hmm. and then we re-recorded it for the first record. Mm-hmm. And that was, I guess, the only song from the EP that's on the record. Yes. And so then we wanted to have a bit where we would just put that song on every release that we put out. I remember joking that we should make it a Japanese bonus track on mm-hmm. Worst New Music. <laughs> yes. Um, which, you know, could one day happen if anybody ever wanted to release it in Japan. If ever we wanted to press Worst New Music in Japan, um, we would be happy to re-record that song for a bonus track. Yeah. I think we could do something fun with it. I would like to do, like, a hardcore version. That would be great. I don't know how we would do that, but... We would, um, um call our good friend Daniel up from Florida mm-hmm. to record it double time. Yeah. Um. Needs blast beats. Needs blast beats. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> And yeah, we could make that song again with blast beats. So if you want, if that the to people happen, want it, yeah, we need somebody to release it in. Japan. It's got to be released in Japan. Let's jump into the um, very not hardcore version, shall we? <laughs> yeah. And I guess we didn't mention the uh, the synth pop version that we just put out as a single after Worst New Music. And by just, you mean like five months ago? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. I like this song. Me too. Some of my most clever lyricism Mm -hmm. to date. That line is a classic coping skills line. And, and the ooze! And the ooze! 
Bet you thought you'd see the last of them. But nope. I said, how am I going to sing on this song? I'm going to ooh, goddammit. And I didn't write any lyrics for that part. <laughs> and I certainly was not going to write any lyrics for that part, so... Yeah, I think the song is great. Um, and I think every version of it has something new to offer, so... bars got him classic fake out song makes me depressed about things I'm not sad about anymore interesting how so like depressed how just like like I'm just sitting here right now getting in my feelings yeah I know who this song is about <laughs> and we won't have to bleep it no but you know what you did made a great song. Thank you. He actually said that shit to me. The, the, I'll do my best not to get drunk and call you and you'll do your best not to answer. What a bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> what a piss baby. You know me. I am not a violent person. Yes. But I feel like if I ever see that dude... You wouldn't recognize him, first of all. It's on sight. <laughs> I will fight him. <laughs> cool. I may not recognize him, but if you point him out to me. Speaking of throwing hands at men. <laughs> I think it's a great time to move into the coping skills hit of hits. The fan fave. The top streamed on Spotify. How embarrassing for me. Why? I don't know. I just like. I feel a way about this song. I think now is a great time to talk about that. Yeah, if there ever was one. Um, not the content so much. I stand by that. Yeah, but I am not a lyrics person. Yeah, and this is the song that I've written the most lyrics for. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where that came from or why it happened. Because <laughs> I don't often have enough feelings. To write lyrics about them. And I think it is kind of, you know, a little bit depressing to look back and be like, oh, I felt strongly enough about this to want to like write a song about it. I don't think that's depressing. Or at least maybe not. I don't think it's depressing as a reflection of you. Yeah. I think it's like a cultural, societal depressing, you know, that yeah. like uh 
that these are the experiences that you are having that you're just so frustrated that this is what you wanted to write a song about. Yeah. It really just sucks to be like, what's the thought I'm trying to say? Uh, sometimes being a woman in this world is just sucks. It is just sucks in this world. It is just sucks in this world. It is just sucks in this world. Yeah. And that, you know, there are times where you can't even like just exist and be the way you want to be without it being a whole fucking thing. And even still, like, this is still a feeling that I have. Oh, just like, like, I like having friends that are guys. And I like being a person who is a woman, I guess. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, I do not generally subscribe to a lot of feminine things. Mm-hmm. And that's not really a way that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I just want that to be fine, you know, mm-hmm. and not have people try to make that into something that it's not. Right. Or try to project things onto me that I never asked for. And I'm like a grown ass adult, right? Like we're grown ass adults. Like I guess. Like we're pushing 30, right? Like I've been saying that a pushing lot Pushing it away. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that I'm pushing 30 recently. Yeah. Um, because I f- find it hard to believe that I, you know, that this is the face of an almost 30 year old. Or the brain. I have in the in the very recent my- past been mistaken for 18. <laughs> in like the very recent past. How recent are we talking? I guess maybe like a year, year and a half ago. Whenever I was working at the Burlington Code Factory, mm-hmm. there was a woman that I was working with at the Burlington Code Factory. And I don't know how my age came up, but I told her how old I was. And she said, I swear to God, I thought you were 18 years old. And I said, thank you. I am 10 years older than that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I know how to feel about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's the most feelings that I have. I don't have anything else to say. I like that you were exasperated over the clip of you being exasperated. Oh, yeah, at the beginning when I just go, oh, my God. (laughs) Also, the song slaps. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) It just makes me want to dance. And also throw hands. Yeah. Um... Here are things that I never want to say in a song ever again. The phrase sopping wet, (laughs) which I guess gets the point across, but gross. (laughs) See, this is an ooh. This is an O. Yeah. Which is different. Yeah, it's different. It's great. Dick. I don't need to say dick ever again. Rape, I never need to say that word again. Definitely never saying penis in a song ever again. <laughs> We've had this discussion. We have had this discussion. Because I say penis in Cool Girl. And we both say erection. We both say erection in Soft Boy. Yeah. And we just made a pact that we're not going to talk about penises or anything related to them. Yeah, a song ever again. I know we're past the window, but I still think it would have been cool to do an A, B, like, cool girl, soft boy thing. 
I do think of them as like two sides of the same coin in my head. They are. Yeah. We don't. We just don't need another song about men We've being said terrible. It. We on said it. The we have record. We have two songs, and they say it, and it doesn't need to be said anymore. We've made points were made, you know. Yeah. And and we're done. Yeah. I'm not gonna give men the time of day anymore. <laughs> Burping is another thing I'm never gonna say in a song ever again. <laughs> like every single line of this song has a word that I that you don't like. Every time I hear it, I'm like I hear you and I respect your feelings. I also think that Chef's Kiss. Yeah. The lyricism of this song and the, the feeling behind it and your delivery. Yeah. I'm all about it. You know how some people are like averse to foods because of the texture of them? Yes. That's kind of how I feel about certain words in this song. Where just like they just like feel gross in my mouth and yeah. I just don't wanna sing them anymore. I hear that. We should also mention the Greek chorus. Oh yeah. What about it? It's great. <laughs> oh, this. Yeah. Steph. Okay, but seriously, like we hung out. Anna. Uh-huh. Your sense Jack. Mm-hmm. Nothing I think or feel. Oh, that's me. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say it again. Points were made. Points were made! <laughs> All good points. Yeah. I didn't hear one point that I disagreed with. Yeah. Another classic solo. Nah, but really, if you put me in your narrow-ass box again, I'm going to step on your face. That's my favorite one. Thanks. <laughs> just like a great ending. <laughs> I will just step on your face. That's all. I'm just going to step on it. It's just going to be there and it's going to be, oh, that's my foot, huh? <laughs> and then we foray into another classic Coping Skills Grief song. <laughs> we have like three topics. We have, uh, Men are bad in general. <laughs> this person was shitty to me. I'm grieving. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. I guess, like, it's really more than that, but. Well, say, like, fuck me up, Ben Gibbard. I guess the men aren't bad necessarily. They're just kind of there, though. Yeah. It's not about them. It, yeah. It's not about men at all. No. Um, no, there are definitely songs of other genres, but. Yeah. But it is it is mostly those. Yeah, those are our top three. Yeah. Oh, this one's called Cheap Shots. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, is, is it a double entendre? Is that how I'm using it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's a play on words. Yeah. It's a pun, if you will. Sure. Cheap Shots. It means one thing in one line and one thing in another line. Yes. <laughs> Whatever Lawrence has into a microphone, I'm just willing to believe, so. Don't say that. <laughs> You know I've never had a coherent thought in my life. <laughs> That's not true because we share a brain. <laughs> exactly. Maybe if I had one whole one. <laughs> anyway, here's cheap shots. 
Gonna need a couple cheap shots after this. <laughs> oh, buddy. Speaking of underrated coping still songs. Definitely. I still love this song. Speaking of other songs that I asked you to sing because I couldn't play guitar and sing them at the same time. <laughs> it's like about my family, but you're singing it. Yeah. It's my favorite thing that we do when you sing about my family. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I do that on Threnody, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did not write any of the words, so that's the song. <laughs> It's fine, it's a team effort, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Teamwork makes the dream work. song okay <laughs> i was just thinking i'm gonna come out and say it relatable web content's better than worse new music do we fall for the sophomore slump yeah. i don't think it's a slump i do like a lot of the songs on that record But I'm not as confident in it in the whole. I will definitely say that I like this record better than I thought I did. <laughs> not that I thought it was bad, but we have enough distance from it now. Yeah. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like treating your younger self with grace. Mm-hmm. Like for how new we were at songwriting, these songs fucking go. I feel like if we took the best songs from this record and the best songs from Worst New Music, we could have one incredible record. Yeah. Which I think is just kind of a symptom of the fact that, like, we have recorded and released, like, pretty much all of the songs that we've ever written. I guess, like, any song that kind of became a completed song. Yeah, we released, for sure. There's some bits of other things that are floating in the ether, but... There's just so many bits in the ether. Um, so many voice memos. There's yeah. so many things in journal entries. <laughs> I know. But I think, yeah, that is kind of just a little bit a symptom of not having a lot to leave on the cutting room floor and yeah. just being like, okay, now we finally have enough songs for that it's like record length. So let's do so a record. So let's just put them on a record. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of did the same thing for worsening Music too, which is fine. It's fine. You know. It is what it is. Yeah. You know? Anyway, we have one more song. <laughs> we have one more song. <laughs> one more song on the record. Mm-hmm. It's called At Me Next Time mm-hmm. with an at symbol. Mm-hmm. And the fun part about that is it's just basically me adding myself mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. about always wanting things that I cannot have. <laughs> <laughs> still something I am working on as a person in my personal growth. One more song. One more song. This is a great album closer. Thanks. I think this record is sequenced very well. Thank you. I work very hard on album track order. Mm-hmm. 
Our voices work together really well on this song. Mm-hmm. I just realized that both album closers are filled with the same lyrics repeated over and over. We have a formula that works. You don't gotta fuck with it. If it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. Exactly, that's what I think. I also really like that thing where we, the music drops out and then we keep singing. I know we do that on that song in User Error. I think probably another one. That's the record. It's the whole thing. I wish we could ask everybody how they're feeling. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel pretty good about it. Yeah? Yeah. Contrary to... <laughs> <laughs> like, we haven't been able to say... Contrary I feel... to track six. <laughs> yeah. I try to say I feel good about it or I don't feel good about it, mm-hmm. but I feel good about this. I think it is a solid first record. I think that it sounds pretty good, all things considered, and I think we did a good job with it, and I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us, too. I don't know if I'm just tired now or if it got in my feelings. A little column A, a little column B. A little, mm-hmm. I could use a cheap shot. I know I already <laughs> made that joke, but now I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling it now, Mr. Krabs. Yeah. No, I mean, I think as the person who writes most of the lyrics, of course, I'm going to have a different feeling listening back on these songs mm-hmm. because um, they are my memories and experiences, and that is always weird, mm-hmm. even if you're not like... I wasn't really thinking about the things that we were writing the songs about when we were listening back to them, but I think you Mm -hmm. still, you know, there's still that attachment and you hear it all in order and, you know, five, six years ago is a long time. We are different people. We are certainly different people. And also somehow exactly the same. (laughs) I think we are different in the ways that we need to be different. Yeah. And we are the same in the ways where it is nice that we are the same. We are different in ways that suggest emotional growth Mm -hmm. and the same in that we still anticipate what the other person is about to say. Finishing each other's sandwiches. (laughs) Yeah. 
Because we are still coping skills. Mm-hmm. Still this these people with these this brain. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Sure has. Since we have two essentially back-to-back album birthdays that are mm-hmm. Coping Skills album birthdays, uh, we thought we might pick the Tag Yourself this week to be relatable web content and worst new music. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we are supposed to tag ourselves as our own I don't records, know. but I'm excited to find out. Yeah. Um, opening thoughts, Lauren. First instincts is I'm relatable web content and your worst new music. Go on. I don't have to elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like in this instance, it it is more of a vibe. Worst new music just goes harder. In what way? It is louder and more rockin'. Okay. And I think relatable web content, like, emotionally goes hard. And I think the songs go hard, but the recording is a lot softer and more gentle and a little more reserved, you know? And that feels a little bit more my vibe. Yeah. Chill and it out, take it slow, then you rock out the show. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm I'm chill it out, take it slow, and then you rock out the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe the tag yourself was the Hannah Montana reference along the way. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, all of this to say, as is the nature of tag yourself, we are kind of putting ourselves into a false binary. And we are each elements of both of them. Yeah, that is very true. But... If we're going purely on stereotypes about ourselves, <laughs> as we often do. Yes, we sure do. In these instances. What are your feelings? I think you're probably right. And it's it's funny to say that after I was just like, you know, I think relatable web content's the better record. And then to tag <laughs> myself as the, as the record, I think it's not as good, which isn't what we're doing here. But um, no, I, I think, think those are I, two unrelated they're thoughts. They're unrelated, <laughs> but it's just like, if I think about it, it's like relatable web content was just kind of like a, a go with the flow, let's see what happens record, mm-hmm. which is more your style. Mm-hmm. And... There was a lot of effort made into putting worse new music, which did not always land, <laughs> which is more my style. But you try your best and you don't succeed. I, yeah, I, I do put in a lot of like, I really want the thing to be a thing. Yeah. You know, I always, I have these big lofty like ambitions mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes they just do not land. But sometimes they do. But sometimes they do. Bagel Fruit Water is still a top five coping skills song. I agree. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's a fair assessment to say that you are relatable content and I am worse new music. And I think it is pretty emblematic of the ways in which each of us have grown over the years since, you know, definitely since relatable web content came out, but even since worse new music came out too. Mm -hmm. Where like, I think you do have much more relatable web content in you than you did previously and i have more worse new music in me than i did previously yeah yeah look at us balancing each other out look at us <laughs> look at us hey, look at us, <laughs> look at us. <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> do you 
know that meme? The Paul Rudd thing. From do you, Have you ever actually watched Hot Ones? Yeah, I've seen that episode. Okay. <laughs> Look at us. If you have any suggestions of things that we could tag ourselves of in the future that maybe aren't our own records, you can email us at moretalklessrock at gmail.com. Um, if any of you out there were listening to us when Relatable Web Content came out and you are still listening to us now in this episode of More Talk Less Rock, um, hit us up because I want to say thank you. Yeah. Bless, bless your souls. Yeah. Bless, bless your heart. <laughs> I don't know what you're you. doing here, but um, we're glad you're here. We're just so grateful. Thank you for enjoying the things that we're doing, whatever they are. Thank you for giving us the time of day or night. Mm-hmm. Um, truly, it, we we do like to say that we just do this for us, mm-hmm. and I want to believe that, but some days are easier than others to believe that. Some days you need external validation mm-hmm. to keep doing the things that you like to do, and so when you provide that to us, it helps. I think there definitely are certain things that we would do regardless of if anyone cared. But it is nice to know that there are a few people out there who do genuinely care. Yeah, I mean, did we not just put up a video of us performing songs off of our record live with an adjacent video of us doing commentary over songs mm-hmm. of us performing live? Mm-hmm. I know less than 50 people have watched that video, and that is fine, because <laughs> that is what I expected. Yeah. We did it because we wanted to, mm-hmm. and we do this because we love it. And I know that we were uh, visibly exasperated in that video, but it was a fun time. And, and you know, would you rather have an honest expression of how we are feeling in the moment? I can't put on airs for you. I don't think we could if we wanted to. <laughs> I, I just couldn't do it. Honestly, I don't think it's worth it. No. You know what you're getting here. Yeah. And honestly, like, we, it's not like, again, you know, it's not like anyone asked us to do that, and we have no one to blame but ourselves. Yeah. So if we really didn't want to do it, we wouldn't have done it. Exactly. But we did it because we did. Just like the record Relatable Web Content. Bring it around town. Bring it around town. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of More Talk, Less Rock. We do all of the things to make the show happen, and uh, if you want to help us keep making the show happen because we are tired, things that you can do to help us would be to rate and review the show in Apple Music, uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, or, you know, it's hard being a music podcast band. Um, There's a lot of crossover there. Huh? <laughs> we're always a crossover episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, give us a five, a five stars. Or you can follow us on the internet mm-hmm. at More Talk Less Rock on Instagram mm-hmm. at M T L R underscore podcast or just podcast. It's just podcast. At M T L R podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and say nice things about us online. That would mm-hmm. be really cool. You could share the episodes with your friends mm-hmm. or your enemies or strangers. Honestly, if you want to send this to someone that you hate, I respect that. Yeah. If you are like, this sucks. and I don't want to say that. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be that self-deprecating anymore. Is the bit dead? The bit's dead. Okay. And we killed it. Long live the bit.
<laughs> Ding dong, the bit is dead. Yeah. The bit will continue in our hearts and in our minds, but mm. we are laying it to rest. We bury our bit alive. I'm Lauren. And I'm Rachel. And we're just happy to be here. Carly Claus. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Speculation. Yeah, I want to believe. Yeah. Um, I was rolling for a lot of that, so. Oh, great. (laughs)